Yeah. Everybody yeah, talking yeah. once. Wow. Why did they? Why did they say James? Do you? Why did they say Houston? We have a problem. I figured Texas man would know. Uh, like, they why have a center down there. Yeah. But is that is that like the NASA only center. one though? No, it was the one they were using as the the base for that trip. Who I said think. it? Uh, ooh, I don't know. It doesn't Google. Matter. Yes, I need to know who said Houston. We have a problem. I'm gonna and guess that's, that's Apollo Nine because they actually had a problem on the way back. While love Uh-oh. while Lovell's transmission became part of NASA, he was command module pilot. Oh, Jesus, Jack Swigert. That's his name. Who actually called Houston first about the problem? Here's the official NASA transcript on the incident. NASA transcript, Swigert. Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. So, so it's had. The, the actual quote have. is different. The actual quote Whoa. is different. But that quote, I think, is from the movie. Apollo yeah. 13, maybe? Oh, 13. Is that the movie? I yeah, think that's yeah. the movie. That's the one where they go on the dark side of the moon, right? And they, like, and like, they like, eaten they like, They, like, bound around the, the moon. Yeah. What's your favorite pull? dark? What's your favorite dark side of the moon theory? Like that it's a Nazi base, that it's aliens, that it's uh, what that is there's it? a transformer up there that's been sitting. I like there that it's a it's Earth. a good album. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, welcome nice everybody bad. into this. I was just having a conversation about that. That's not. That's not even their best album. Yeah, it's not. Okay, well, we can start there. But welcome everybody into another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. We have a feisty four-way going on here this episode, and it's great to be here. <laughs> uh, everybody <laughs> nodded along in approval to that statement, no just so everyone that. knows. Everybody gave a very vigorous agreeing nod. Oh, I'm yeah. Tyler on demand. What's good? Good to see you. Hear you. Speak to you. Which one? Which sensor are we using? James You're is here. What's up, Jimmy? Them. Yeah, what's oh, up, what's James? Up? How you doing, brother? Man, I am okay. That's good. <laughs> and today we have Mark's a special episode because this is the first time on Rabbit Hole Sessions. It's an ETA episode. This is going to be featuring ETA. And so joining us today, we have ETA members, Emil, the producer, and Alexander Henry. Yay. What's up, guys? I don't know if you, sorry if you wanted individual segmented intros, but I figure it's a group effort this time around. What's up? Yeah. What's up, y'all? <laughs> well, they got to know what's their up, voices, Emil? right? So maybe they should say their own name. Yeah. Okay, I think that was enough for them. They'll be able to dis- discern <laughs> that. <laughs> well, they, people should already know we're adding on to the already established ETA lore. Even though this is the f- which I know Emil loves so much, and Alex keeps his eyes in place. They, they didn't roll at all during that statement. And I know that um, they've all they both been on before. Both Delaware, Alex has been on for an episode to talk about the film. Emil, you were on. When was the last time you were on? It was Delaware, and then the one with Kazi. So there's already something established. People know what they're coming in for. But hi guys, how you doing? I'm good. This is How the part you? where we have to pretend we weren't just talking before this. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> just a, Everybody's okay. feeling pretty neutral today, huh? I, I guess that's a, good. Contentment. Like a five I out of ten. I drove for five hours. <laughs> I drove for five hours. I don't. I'm not. You drove from where? From where? <laughs> I drove from Rhode Island. Oh, that's right. This guy, middle of the week, goes to party in Rhode Island. What an interesting <laughs> life. To be able to produce well, it leads. was my. It was my weekend. I know. It's just, you live such an interesting life, and then Rhode Island to jam so. out. It's great. How was your trip to Rhode Island? It was okay. Saw the saw the homies. Got some of my stuff that's been sitting in the garage for a year and got lit. You used to live in you used to live in uh, Rhode Island. I was Boston, but uh, my oh. roommates were all from Rhode Island, so I put my stuff in one of their garages for like a year. So you went from Boston to Rhode Island to drop off stuff. <laughs> no, I went to. No, they took my stuff when I moved because I couldn't fit it in my car. Oh, that's nice of them. Friendship. Yeah, are you sure it was all there? Did you make sure? Did you check? Like make a little checklist of what was Yeah, the... it's all. It's, it's there. That's good. Whatever was in the drawers before, I don't really care. 
I think I threw them all what, away. What anyway. was it? Like your underwear? Like are we talking your clothes drawers? Yes. <laughs> they no, just no, no, took no, no, your no. underwear. It was like a side, no, it was a side. No, it was like a side table. So it was like just like random bullshit and like condoms. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You them like borrow. Yeah. yeah. They returned them. Yes. Oh, that's great. Oh, Alex, what's your life update? <laughs> uh, no, I just got off a train. <clears throat> I was on yeah. a train for an hour outside From the. Where? Uh, downtown Beantown, Boston. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why I said oh, nice. Beantown. It's weird. But <laughs> it's the Beantown, bro. You're hip. Boston, yeah, I, I actually don't like it. I like yeah. Beans, though. It makes I no love sense. Beans. The bean? Wait, actually, let, let me say no this because it was like kind of the best part of last week. My, I was having dinner at my girlfriend's house. And nice. the reason I was like, oh my God, I love the, their family is because they served three different types of baked beans for dinner. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. Uh, I'll be honest, that's three too many. Yeah, that's three too many, bro, for me nah, as well. Wait, what was the best one, one, though? What was the best, like, pre pre preparation? What were the different uh, There's styles? one that's like, brown. that has like, little <laughs> bacon bits in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, think it's, it's, I think it's actually the original for Heinz. Mm. But, hey, um, Heinz know, stole their recipe? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. It's like Heinz original baked beans. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Oh, Thanks. oh Thanks. I see. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, anyway. Those are That's fire. Good. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you, bro. I mean, if anyone knows me, they know they know I'm, I'm, I like beans. So. I've watched Alex eat beans out of a can, like multiple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just I, hanging. I haven't seen that. <laughs> that Do you, I haven't seen Have that. you had like a bar about beans or like a... Oh, that's a good idea. Ever? Yeah, I'm gonna write a ballad. Is it? A ballad. You can about make the new, yeah, the new uh, jingle for for Heinz. Oh, dude, that's. I so mean, smart. we listen. That's kind of along the lines of things in the background that we've talked about wanting to do, and that's yeah. a perfect segue. James, I want to be. I want to be the ambassador to yeah, Heinz for beans. Heinz for Heinz beans. Wow. Yeah, let's find a local one first. We'll build our way up. You know, we'll get a there. local we'll get bean there. maker. Yeah, you can find one. You can find one. Like Mama's <laughs> beans. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, there, are plenty of, there are plenty of bean farms, bro. I have no idea where they farm beans or where they do any of that. So it's possible. They get soy from somewhere, right? It's a very soy competitive beans. market. That's for sure, man. Because right, everyone has their favorite all right, beans. All right, all right, all right, all right. Beans are great, great. Green beans are my favorite. But let's move on. So it's not even uh, we a bean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. The beans are inside. The beans are inside. Bean. But we're here because ETA, uh, as we were kind of just mentioning, just in terms of cooking stuff up in the background has this we've taken an elevation i think and that started with sundress season coming out on all platforms go check that out y'all apple music spotify bandcamp it's on bandcamp i don't know if it is or not yeah it's, but oh well, nope. it might be but you I can check out but you can check out ETA on bandcamp because we do have our album up there we have merch up there and from what i understand which alex might be able to explain more is uh you pay what you want but we have like suggested prices for stuff up there how does that work yeah, that's basically right. Um, pay what you want because, you know, like no one actually downloads albums anymore. So it's just more for supporting us. And as far as the merch goes, that has price. So you'll have to see that. But, you know, yeah, it's fun. Gotcha. Please check it I like out, that, everybody. Uh, the concept of um, donations over buying because it makes it feel like you're doing it more for the artistry of it, right? And so, like, rather than the industry of it, Ooh. exactly, yeah. Nice. So I think you'll you'll generate a lot more, uh, a truer following from that. Yeah, I think you know? so too. What I like about I love Bandcamp because they've built their platform just directing around artists, and so um, 
even like the live streaming of concerts they have that so what's nice is like you can live stream a show and then as viewers are watching the show they can donate to the show oh, as well that's great. and also below the actual concert is all your listed merchandise if you want to purchase stuff but you know it's like mm. yeah they they've done a really great job creator driven advertising for bandcamp real quick <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah it, they hosting us there so i'm grateful for it <laughs> That platforms like Twitch, platforms like those creator-driven starts, because when you were describing that model, it made me think of Twitch, like people stream and get donations during the stream all the time, and I really like that direct like interaction you can have pretty much with the creator, especially on something like Twitch, where it's like you can chat live, and then they answer it, and you go back and forth. That's pretty cool, so I like yeah. that. So check us you out. Could do that. you could do that on TikTok, too. I'm really? Sure, like on lives, yeah. You can do live streams on TikTok? Like long yeah, live they're, streams? they're live TikToks now. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That kind of wait. I didn't know that either huh. until like yesterday. But why? Would I was they scrolling do that? just today. Actually, I was scrolling today, and there was a guy that was just having like a DJ set in his garage. And he was just going on at TikTok. It and he had like four point two thousand people watching him. So many donations going off. Dude, just mm. every site is the same site. It's just a matter of what sites people are using, and people will just switch from TikTok to Instagram to Twitter to dude. Whatever. You're right. So it's just a matter of. Social media is kind of like the economic perfect competition marketplace where they're just if you have the same like restaurant or three different types of restaurants on the same block, but they get kind of the same amount of business just where everyone goes at the one time. And you're right. It seems it's in a phase where it's TikTok. But I don't yeah, know. Well, I'm not on TikTok like that. The only thing is sometimes it feels like you kind of have to have all of them. Yeah, that's probably the best bet because... Even in, again, with that perfect competition analogy, each of those places are still getting business, right? So it's like if you have a chance or an opportunity to be tapped into all of the markets, why wouldn't you? And for me, it's because I'm lazy and I'm rejecting change, I think, subtly. <laughs> I, would, I would say Twitter is probably the closest to, like, the hub. Twitter is, you think? Just either, a lot of things either stem from Twitter or things go f- to Twitter. Yeah, it's also tough That's for Twitter seems um, Twitter seems oh. to be, like, the... The hub. Yeah, it's hard to get a wider range of things on TikTok or Instagram, right? Twitter kind of has several different branches you can go into, right? Easily, and you know, yeah, and they, like everything kind of looks like Wait, it should be there yeah, on Twitter. Like on Instagram, yeah. when I see a picture of something in text, I'm like, that shouldn't be there. That doesn't look like it should be there. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, dude, it's like um, so dystopian that we have like social media posts posting pictures of other social media posts. And then it's coming from like an official social media account. You know what I'm talking about? Like if you go to Wait, Instagram, there's like a there's like a Twitter post that's in a picture, or you'll see a, oh, a TikTok yeah. on Instagram. You'll see a TikTok on a Twitter or Facebook post on on different areas. Isn't that kind of weird? Isn't yeah. Weird shit? What do you mean dystopian though? Like society's breaking down. We're about of to that? crash. Yeah, yeah. This is the end. This, it, this should never have happened. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess that's also a advertisement for TikTok, I suppose, that we just did. A lot of shout outs to a lot of platforms today. Let's hope that some of that comes back to us. <laughs> but speaking on Sundress season, we can start there because I think that was kind of that's our I mean, obviously most recent music effort. And there's definitely more planned. But what have you guys seen so far in terms of response to it? I know we've kind of talked about it before, but I think there's been genuine like I've gotten engagement in terms of not just social media and shit, but people generally like the sound, the style, the direction. And I think it's pretty new for us. And in terms of process, if we want to get into it or like how we made it, where we were at, because we never at least publicly have spoken about the Nashville experience. We spoke about it a little on an episode, James and I, but that's kind of where it came out of. So I just want to, what are you guys' feelings on it so far? And however long it's been out, what, a few weeks, any reflections? 
it's good. It's fun. People like it. I think our numbers look better than they did before. Like, like, so that's always a good thing. And yeah, I think we're chilling. I don't, I like a, a nice little Lucy throwaway and it's, I don't want to call it a throwaway, but I, <laughs> I like a little Lucy and that's kind of what it is. It's something for the summer, something while we're kind of gearing up and that's kind of what's going on. True. It's fun to make. Yeah. I think it's a, it's just funny the setting we made that in. Like, <laughs> I remember I was sitting in that little living room of the Airbnb or wherever the fuck we were. Right. And like, we just sort of did it there. <laughs> like, no studio. Yeah. Crisscross applesauce. Think, yeah, literally crisscross applesauce. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> with, no, with no booty around. Nope. With no booty no. Right. Sans, it was just us three in a, <laughs> in like a white wallpaper Airbnb. <laughs> One bed, one couch. Oh, uh, I think Alex fell asleep when I was recording my verse. I don't think he was awake for it <laughs> at all, which is great. Like just thinking about that. But yeah, I do. I agree. I love how it came out in terms of like so natural. And, you know, it came out as if um, while we were doing other things too, it felt like capturing a moment. Like anytime I listen to that song, I'm going to remember all of that. And Yeah, I love even, that. I love yeah. That. You even, know what's funny even, too? Is what's like, I, I mean, not the amount of effort, like... I don't want to say, like, we barely tried, because that's not true. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, like, it came out really easily. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm noticing I'm noticing in that in just a lot of the stuff we're doing right now, that it's seamless. Like, it's just, you know, it's we're not forcing it. Well, it's just happening, and it's nice. That's good. I think that, you know, in, in the, these kinds of fields, like film and music, you kind of have to find those times where you could just do something for the fun of it. Rather than mm. trying to push a marketing uh, around it or, you know, like nothing for an album, just to do it. Because mm-hmm. it, it keeps you tied mm-hmm. to the art itself. Um, it, it gets so frustrating thinking about like deadlines or um, the next project that you got to do after that. How are you going to follow right. up? When this, it seems like y'all just did it, sent it out, and now you're just vibing with it. Yeah. I feel like even the stuff we're doing, like even the demos we've been doing for what's what's upcoming is like, it's kind of that Absolutely. too. It's just we're doing it to do it, and we're enjoying just sort of sharing the ideas around. You know, mm. it's good. Tim, were you about to say something? Uh, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh no, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it! We went on a we went on a different tangent. So, well, I, on that point of like, um, and I'm not really changing it, but I credit uh, Emil for that thought of really taking our time with the next stuff that we're doing because the last thing we put out was, a f- and it's kind of been a it's this is also kind of year in reflections of us coming together of sms starting to be made that's funny it's really cool isn't it and that was kind of done around this time last year and we not rushed and we've spoken about this to each other but we did that quickly it was a lot of things happening at once and this time emil especially had highlighted yo let's take our time more with this one let's stretch these things out let's drop a lucy a single here there we're we're not in a rush to drop another project even though we did drop an ep like a three-pack right after the album but i love that i thought that was great and that wasn't right after we had some months in between but i kind of like that scaling down it was album ep now here we got some singles to like stick around for us with us for a little bit and then go into something another big project what were your what was your thinking along those lines emil when you were talking about that hello (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i think he froze oh he's frozen no, yeah no. he's frozen <laughs> oh no oh that's tough okay well alex what do you think about that line of thinking how did you respond to that like because now especially and when emil comes back we'll talk more but we're we really have a group dynamic i feel both within and without and like 
outside of the music too, both in the backroom things and the on track things. So oh, and he left. But mm. when you came, when you heard that and thinking, okay, now we're collectively moving as a unit in the creations. What what was your thinking with that? Well, no, I think he's right. Like even just the stuff that I'm doing on my own, like. I don't know. I just want to make something that like lasts, you know, either for mm. for me or for others. And like, yeah. um, yeah, I think we could do that with this group. I think we can really make something that's like, like, like a blasty, a voodoo, like whoa, you know, <laughs> like a trance. A, like, no, no voodoo, like um, the album, oh. De like D'Angelo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or like um, I just mean like I just mean like we could make like, a, <laughs> I just feel like we could make a classic that's what I mean mm. you know mm. so yeah I and got a question so go. do y'all now that you're kind of certified as a group right do yeah. you start looking towards other musical groups for inspiration is that started happening like I haven't thought dynamics? of it honestly <laughs> I haven't really either because it's funny because we are a group and we are under a name and that's its own like entity separate from our individual things but I, it feels to me like a uh, like we are friends in life but the group itself feels more like freelancers like really strong freelance team working together <laughs> and like we you know and we just do projects together at a time but I well that's also something I wanted to ask you Alex and Emil when he returns is uh, he yeah. said, don't stop recording, by the way. Um, <laughs> he said, don't hit pause on the record. <laughs> but is how has that been navigating? Because I don't know if it's new for you. It's new for me working in a group and also individually in terms of moving through the music and kind of two things happening at the same time that do cross paths but are different tracks as well. What's been your kind of take on that? Well, you know, I think if this group wasn't around, I'd probably be... I don't know, like, whenever I'm making something, like, if I'm writing an album, I get in a very, like, just, like, bogged down, depressed, you know, like, right. always doubting my work and, like, am I wasting my time? Is this stupid? That kind of thing. But, like, I think doing this and just having you guys around is, like, keeping it fun, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, um, I can keep the creative output and not uh, have it like affect me mentally because honestly usually it mm. does like it's kind of just it's a bit draining and it's like but with this stuff it's fun like i i'm just having a blast making music you know mm. so Emil, we were talking about and thanks for coming back we were talking about um just mo more like reflections on the year in of us coming together and kind of moving as both individual entities and the group itself and if you want to pick it up from where your mindset was when you said, Hey, let's take our time with this next stuff. Cause that's kind of what um, we were talking about before you dropped out there. Uh, as I just, I think like we can take our time. I think we need to promo ourselves. I think we need to do some other things. Like we have the videos, we have the, uh, more importantly, like as, as a up and coming group, I have this uh, big feeling like we need to perform it. Like it doesn't matter how much music we make. It matters who sees it yeah. and who knows what's going on with it mm. and who knows us and who can see us. If we're not being seen, it doesn't matter. Right. So if you're not being felt, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So mm. that's the whole point really behind it. So take our time, do some other things, get a, get a show, even if it's 10 people in a room and we can just get pictures to look good. Like that's, yeah, that's what we when you see when you say releasing a second being album. seen, you mean like, ex sorry, when you say being seen, you mean like exposure in terms of, just general fans like getting more people to hear your stuff getting more people to hear our shit my i'm still there right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> don't I, worry, let don't it be known that I hate later. Zoom. <laughs> good luck, T. <laughs> um, <laughs> so get new people to listen. Get uh, perform. That's really the thing. Like, I want to perform. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little. I don't want to be in this studio right now. Like I want. Yeah, we haven't performed. I'm not. We haven't performed together. To see a performance. Yeah, I would too. It would be pretty dope. We gotta perform. I'm not as focused as like releasing music as I am as showing off the content that we have, or else it doesn't matter what we release next. Mm. Because more people should listen to the release next than who listen to the thing that we just dropped. Right. That's right. Yeah. I because I think I really think that we're at a point, and I've said this to both of you where. It's not a matter of is the music good anymore. I mean, earlier today we were having some issues, but uh, those all of those resulted in the same comment: "Hey, this music sounds really good, and maybe it's just not the right market." Whatever we were dealing with, but that means that there is a market out there for objectively good product. And I feel like if objectively good product is like Tim has said, people are made f- to feel it, people are made to see it. I think that that can happen. And James is uh, on the low trying to hook us up with a little something, something. So you might hear something from us yeah. later in the summer. But I want to perform too. I want to do it. We have enough on screen and on mic. I want something live. I want to have that connection. I want to reach people because I feel like I'm in a new space. So if there was anybody that enjoyed my creations beforehand, now I feel like it's a new experience to be had. And I think that's dope. I'm ready to do it. Somebody book us. Venues. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hi there. We're available at I mean, ETA Music Entertainment at gmail.com. I think a lot of that is us too. Like we gotta start you know, putting our our name out in terms of venues. So You can't that knock yourself for, for like the past year. Like No, that's true. No. But I mean at this like point we're a co- we are a po- we are a COVID group. Like we are a COVID group. But like <laughs> but at this point now it's now like all people want to see is pictures. That's that was that's always been what I've been trying to say is all people need to see is pictures. It doesn't have to necessarily be the most lit show. We don't have to pack 200 people into a Optics, room. Optics, baby. We can pack 10 people into a room and have a good cameraman do the, do the work. Hint, hint. A little, little, little <coughs> Jimmy. <coughs> Jimmy McMahon. Jimmy McMahon's here. And make us look really We're going to need him at the and show. And that's all venues that's want. That's true. After filming, uh, this is a bit of a, se- a segue. After filming um, Alex's little concert that we did. Yes. Hint, hint. That's a little shout out. I don't think we've talked about it on air yet. Let's no, do I it. I want, that, I want to talk about it if you guys um, do. Dude, that was one of my funnest projects so far. And every time Yo. I hop in to edit it, bro, it is so enjoyable. I improved the because mixes too. It's going to sound better. So, oh, wait, how much do you guys want to reveal about it? Because I want to know about it, how much the origin or creation of it. But if you want to wait till it comes out, I understand that too. So what do you think? No, I mean, yeah. it was, it, I mean that, go ahead. Yeah, go it was ahead. really your idea is what I'm saying. So oh. <laughs> We'll just have to... Yeah, we'll just have to describe it more if we're going to talk about it because nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, James, I was going to start talking. Um, yeah, yeah, please. If you would stop talking to you. I'm you sorry. Talking, Listen, Jay, I have to look out for the audience, okay? I have to look out for the listeners. All right, but. for the listeners. I have I listened to a lot or I guess watched a lot of Tiny Desk concerts over the past year because I was missing that live studio effect, that live concert feeling. So um, when I was watching those, it just got me like, really into the music much more than sometimes just listening through my headphones because they would have live instruments behind them and it felt more dynamic. It was, there was more depth into what I was hearing. Um, it was always so simple from a camera perspective. It was just one wide shot, couple close-ups every now and then. The music spoke for itself. And that, it only works if like, the audio and the sound itself is good. So I never really had the capabilities of doing that. Um, but... I hit up Alex because I know he has all that stuff. 
and he has music that fits that kind of vibe that that um calmer it could be played acoustic type of vibe and um i had this wonderful location at my friend's apartment that had wonderful, wonderful. view had plugs wonderful. where we needed them to be um and that's electric kinda, plugs he's talking about everybody yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well and you know i, I mean like, you know uh they might have been there might have not okay. i can't talk okay. about that <laughs> Uh, allegedly, right, allegedly. Right. <laughs> but but it was fun. It was just like there was no stress to it. I knew that if we got in there, mm. Alex would just be playing music like he always does, and I would just be filming. And E was there too. Like Emilio you always was there, do. So. Shout out Emilio. So, I was just talking to him earlier today. Us two working together on that, like it was just. And this a is fun for. Event. Sorry, sorry, Alex. Is this for your most recent album, Borders, or <laughs> Jay? Jay. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just it, honestly we did three. Uh, we did three tracks. One of them was from Borders. One of them was from Some Time Alone, which I did like right at the beginning of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one of them is a single called uh, Hey Beautiful. Oh, and, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, so I think Recorded it's cool. And, and, and uh, I'm excited to see I haven't seen it, so like I want to see <laughs> it. <laughs> I sent some snippets, yeah. But yeah, but uh, I, I can't wait to see it, so that'll yeah, be fun. Sure. Hopefully and, soon, man. Yeah, I mean, I think the way I'm going to put it out is, like, have like one long form go on YouTube and then do the separate ones over the reels because they get really good um, uh, engagement as well as, like, it's kind of the kind of stuff I'm, like, comfortable making. Like, I don't know. Like, I've always been weird on with social media just because maybe I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I feel weird about having my face online maybe. Mm. But, like, or, like, it's just sort of weird and I'm kind of self-conscious about my music as it is, but, uh, um, I don't know. It's kind of nice. It's, it's a bit, uh, it's nice that I'm, I'm more comfortable with it now and like, yeah. yeah. So it's cool. I definitely know what you, feel, what you mean by, cause you have to build a persona to put online. Yeah. Know? I guess that's it. It's like, I don't know, like, like who <laughs> is this guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's definitely hard. Yeah. Well, that's been Alex's pretty, I think pretty, cool update about things he's been on so far maybe borders we can talk about a little bit later as well but emil i know you've been in the studio as well working a lot since last time and this is kind of i feel like this is gonna be a good like reflections podcast of just updates of just and things what's going on and developments that have happened because i think it's cool to document this process as it goes along especially it's you know something i'm part of so i like to also document it for me but how has the studio and been in development been there because I know for you a lot of the times your development I and mean, all of us do don't get me wrong but a lot of the development comes through the collaboration or also the work efforts that you go through at the studio so in terms of the people you've had coming in the genres you've been able to work with have you had opportunities to expand and develop uh I'm really doing I'm just doing a bunch of hip-hop which is you know it's my alleyway absolutely I'm I'm learning to navigate it as a job because before before it was for fun and a passion and now I have to find where the passion and job meet each other. So that's mm. that's a whole thing that's been fun to navigate. Then there's, you know, how, yeah. uh, go, go. working with everyone's cool and I think the personal growth has, has been really good. Like I think like mm. I'm a way better engineer than I was six months ago. I think I'm way better engineer than I was a year ago. I'm more confident in myself. I now tell people in studio, hey, I like, <laughs> I do this for a bit like I know what I'm doing so like, <laughs> just, I'm not bad I at told, this yo. I, I tell I tell you guys that too I'm like just relax I, I do this shit like I'm, I'm, I'm good yeah. yeah I remember it when so, like, we talked about that uh, last year when we were making SMS is like that was one of the goals for me it's like I want to be able to get to the point where 
I can say like, you know, like I really do this. And like, Tim, you've gone to that point. And that's huge. Yeah, Ooh. that's big, bro. That's fucking big, bro. Well, how, how have been those ways that you found you've been able to balance the work and the passion? Because I feel that I, I do something similar with some of my job that deals with podcasting and audio engineering, things that started as a passion that now also turn into a job. So you have to find those moments to say, I guess, motivated in it. So how have you found yourself navigating that? Uh, using different tools like engineering is a puzzle. Yeah. I kind of treat it like a puzzle. Mm. It's, you know, what sounds good, what doesn't sound good. And I kind of screw around just enough like that it'll make myself laugh, but doesn't ruin the product. <laughs> how do you how do you get better as an engineer when you're not working with artists? Like in the times where it's like if you don't have a session or if you don't have spare vocals, do you go back and like mix old ones and say, what can I do better? Do you research new tools? How does that work? I did when I when I uh, when I first got this job, I like looked at some old sessions, uh, which was like a few months ago. And I don't look at old sessions now because I don't have the patience or the temperament to do all that and <laughs> i feel that so what i what i do now is is like a lot of times it's like right before i go to bed i'll like or when i wake up in the morning just like i just throw on some random uh video that's just on my front page i may already know the answer usually it's something about compression and eq that i've heard a thousand times <laughs> but yeah you know you can you can never hear too many things about compression and eq and i just kind of keep going from there I did some really interesting reverb work with Alex's vocals on the last single that I've been trying out. So mm. find ways to keep myself entertained. How much can you learn? I have so many engineer questions that just pop in my head whenever <laughs> I speak to you. Is how much can you learn new techniques by just listening to a song and like a new song or a different style? And then be like, oh, I can apply that now. Or I can try. The, uh, there was this really cool choppy vocal on some new song that just came out that I don't remember what it is. And now I got to go find it later. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo? That did like this. No, it wasn't Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo record. I don't like her records. Ooh. They're also <gasps> just production. They're boring <laughs> production wise for me. For me. For me. For me. I love me. that. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. There's something you don't like? What? <laughs> I, I don't like a lot of things, dude. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I hate yeah. everything. <laughs> anyway. I'm. I'm happier in life now, so I have to hate more things. Oh, to balance, to balance it out, balance right? Out my, hey, it's my, good that you're, you're happier in life. Though. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. No, this is good. The internal is getting happier. That's good. We <laughs> Keep so going. So I got to find external things now. But right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> well, we were talking about finding new things. That So this like gated, choppy, okay, vocal, weird thing that I heard in some song, and I'm like, I want to try that, and I haven't found a reason to use it yet. I'll probably do it on an Alex song. Because it'll just make sense with Alex for some reason. Because everything. I think works I know what Alex. it was. I just yeah, don't. Tim never sees stuff for me. I just don't know how I'm gonna like do it. So like, that's fun. And I'll just look up like, or I'll just see things like, check out this cool reverb trick, and I'll just click it because I know it's gonna be corny, but I can get like 30 seconds of a gem out of it usually, even though it's a 20 minute video. You ever think mm. about doing videos yourself? You should. No, I'm not giving up the sauce. You are ready uh, to teach. Th this is interesting. I, I, this is interesting, James. I'm glad you asked, asked that question because, Tim, you've said that before. And you actually said something recently uh, when we were just all uh, meeting for one of our meetings where you said, when you're winning, be more exclusive and make yourself less available. And that's kind of along the same lines. So can you explain that a little more? Because I didn't really fully I, digest I wanted, that. I wanted to talk what, about how you didn't like that either. Uh, so I didn't really like I was, that, yeah. I don't like that. I was at the I'll, beach. I'll I was at the beach, and I was uh, – I was talking to this uh, person who was with my friend and 
Yeah, <laughs> so anonymous. How you're, this oh. person with my friend <laughs> from last week well, and my uncle. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I've there's like things, and I don't know. I don't want to like drop his name. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's, no, that's fine. That's fine. Or, that's or, fine. Or, or, or more importantly, his position. But um, huh? He uh, he was saying uh, when you're winning, make yourself exclusive. When you're losing, make yourself available. And I was thinking of this in terms of like, especially with me, like. I had to work for free all last year. I work, I did 10 projects last year, give or take. Mm. And I did them for free because I wasn't up. I, w- I, w- I didn't have like, I wasn't working anywhere. I didn't have a groove anywhere. And so I was, I was losing. So I was yeah. making myself available. Now I'm winning. I can pick and choose what I want. I can pick and choose what I want to do a little bit more. I don't have to take any random fucking piece of work. I can say no. Which is really nice. Right, right. That is definitely nice. Because I'm, because, I'm, because I'm up and I think I'm doing well enough and people are looking at my work and going, that's fucking good. I can now be like, I can now charge, I can charge prices. I'm changing how I work with even like all the people, even my people who I work with. Yeah. Like, because I, because I know myself, I know I'm available, I know my price. And because I'm more in demand. I can make myself more exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when, when you start getting bigger, you kind of have this a is on a super low level. And... Super, like it's a super low level. Like, yeah, I can I can now get like a DM every once in a while, and <laughs> I can charge them, and like, you know what I mean? Like, and I have a steady job, so now I can be like, yeah. So definitely, but see it's just things like from. that. Like I'm, and I was like, I re- I was like, I really like that. I don't like the concept of using winning and losing, in, in art. It feels weird to me. It's like. I'm doing better than you, so I'm beating you. I get it, it's competitive. But it also, that's not my favorite part of, of building art. At least it might be different because music is, is less collaborative than, than film in some cases. Um, but Yeah, I think that's true. I owe a lot to like, the people who helped me when I was lower. And I see that there's a lot of people in the film industry who are old school and like they, they stay with that mentality where it's like, I don't want to help the younger generation um, because they didn't get help when they were growing up. But the younger people who are growing, they're like, they're, they're explaining everything. They're, I mean, YouTube videos are an example of that, right? People that spend all their time just making videos to help other people. I, that's one of my favorite parts of it, the, the democratization of art. Um, but you're right. Like, you kind of, if you want to get deep in the industry, you kind of have to be, uh, I guess, selfish in some ways. So, I'll say like three things in response to that. One, I'm not mentally healthy enough to just give <laughs> give things like that. I'm not like there. I don't I don't feel confident enough in myself to do that. I don't feel to like do I've gotten to that point where I can just I I'm willing to teach people the things that I know because I don't think I know everything. And I don't think the people on YouTube know everything either. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Two, damn right I'm a little selfish. Like I I like I want to like I want to <laughs> I have to be a little bit selfish. Like I I do I do want people to come to me and I know I'm better than other people. So I want people to come to me. Mm. Three, there's also this whole thing of like, because YouTube's such a great tool that everyone's giving up all the sauce is now it's like, everything sounds the same. There's like this whole thing of oversaturation because of it. Which we'll definitely get into later with T-Pain's rant. Cause I think with, that's really interesting. Oh, I just saw that actually. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. it. So I don't really, I don't really know. Oh, it's a, we'll get to I, it. I, it's I an easy we'll, concept. We'll, yeah. we'll play it after. We'll play it after. But I, cause I really think it's interesting what you just said. Cause after we had had that initial talk, I was thinking about it later and I was like, I don't think I 
agree with that because, and you mentioned it, the kind of insecurity part or lack of self-confidence in it, and maybe you identified a different um, source, but I feel like if you truly believe in your abilities and that you are great or that you are distinct, that it's interesting you brought up the oversaturation thing. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, even if people try, it'll be an imitation and people might pop, but you rise to the top if you continue and are confident in your own um, actually distinct sound. And, you know, sometimes, and the insecurity part, I think it might come from, not you specifically, I'm saying in general, and even with myself earlier on, is you put it out, it's like, oh, am I actually just the same? Am I, do I actually have something that's distinct or do I actually have something that's up to the level to be elevated, right? And I know I'm personally at a point where I fully believe that and that it's a matter of time, not a matter of skill. And we've said it on here a bunch of times in the uh, kind of along those lines. So I'm not afraid to like reach out and give something or do something or help something because I don't think anybody can do what I do. So it's like if I'm involved in something, I'm, I am going to be distinct and I'm going to be able to even if I should. I mean, I don't know how much background information we want to give, but like feature collabs when we help uh, some of the consultation with an artist. I felt no problem giving up structural or advice tips that I might even use myself because it's like, oh, but you're not going to be able to do what I do. And that's that democratization of um, tools or access that you were talking about a little bit, James. It's kind of like, okay, if we all have the same things, what is now the thing that's going to set you apart from others? It's going to have to be something unique to yourself. You know, I would actually, I think I would lean more towards Tim here. I think it's really important to protect your time and your skill like if you're looking at someone like Tim who has spent probably over a decade working on one thing and it's like you know you're at the point where you're not you're not paying for their time to work on something what you're actually paying for is the last 10 years that they've been spending to build this skill and so that's why you can charge a premium Tim and that's why you deserve to you know, and so when when shitty jobs come from people that don't really have, you know, much of a passion or much of a a drive to whatever they're working on, and they're just like, oh, you know, I just have a song. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's like, Let's that's be clear, we're say, not accepting any of that. Don't bring that shit around here. <laughs> no, but don't you know bring what I mean? that like, stuff. No, no, I'm with you. I agree with that. So that's that's probably where I'd agree with Tim. Where it's like, you got to value yourself. I, and I do think I just to also say I don't disagree with um, Tim, especially from your side. And I think that is a great perspective on the one tenure side. I didn't even think about that. But hell, yeah, 10 years in, you better pay me to this shit. But also, I think on your side, on the production and technical aspect of the side, most of your and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of those interactions are supposed to be paid in terms of like service here. Help do this, like do that. It's, it's more of a direct payment for service type of thing. So I feel I do understand it totally from that side. I guess for me, it's more like, okay, let's reach out and create because that's what builds my skill. Your skill might be do it like projects that you care about and you do have that. I agree, Alex, avenue to be selective. I think deserved. Y'all better pay Tim and come with good shit. I have a question. Well, let's wait, say, let him respond. Let him, if he has something okay. to uh, respond. I definitely give up sauce. I definitely give up sauce. I've definitely given up sauce. Like I'm not, I'm not stingy. I just don't want to do YouTube. Also, that's effort that I don't have and more importantly, time that I don't have time i could spend getting paid because i'm not going to get paid from youtube like that right oh i don't know if that's true actually james what's your question yeah my question was if if money was completely taken out of it let's say this wasn't a career let's say like art in general was just you could do it and be fine like no no money issues would you be generous in that situation (laughs) (laughs) what are we defining as generous here because like i can i'll like because like i i work with this group 
at the studio and the one kid asks me he's not a kid he's older than me but the one guy asks uh a lot of questions about it and he wants he wants he's trying to figure it out and I'll be, I'll, I give him a ton of salt. Like, I give him all the same things that I'm already doing. Like, I'm telling him what I'm doing, like, verbatim. I'm not, you know, hide, I'm not hiding it like that. It's, I guess I'm just not quite ready to let my, let myself go yet. Cause I know I, cause I'm, I'm not at a point where I'm, I'm comfortable enough to do that. Mm. I want to yeah. see some things. I want to make some things. I want to, I want to be some things first before I like pass it on i know i'm gonna pass it on i'm not worried about i mean you right come now. from a teaching background you know that's right you're literally a teacher yeah <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, we, we know you i've can been do the old, <laughs> i've been the oldest in the room for a long time so i'm i'm used to being the oldest person in the room giving people the thing like i I'll, i can give them the sauce i'll give them it i'm not <laughs> i'm not against right that at all yeah no i'm probably the youngest in the room yeah yeah maybe my birthday is next month Turn twenty four. Happy birthday! It's it just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but thanks. Thank, does that mean you're gonna forget to say it on the day? Are you just like? Just I just said case? it right now. What am I gonna say it later for? <laughs> that us. Was that Emil? That's third. That's third. I think in James. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't know about third. I don't know about third. Well, yeah. I got twelve eyes. Um, that's four yeah. times three. I just yeah. I just got lost where we were, but I have to pee. Do you guys mind if we take a break and then we'll play this T Pain clip? Okay. Yeah. Okay, BRB. All right. <laughs> 